Michael Swickard here. Welcome to Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Thank you for joining us. Our award-winning Hatch Green and Red Chili is brought to you from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, the chili capital of the world. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Know this, on Mondays and Fridays, I do historical and cultural aspects of New Mexico. Every Wednesday, I do a tribute to someone or several people important to New Mexico. First, let's do an Old West quotation. I am fond of a quote from a Texas outlaw, Bill Longley, who was hanged in 1878. The charging document said Bill Bill Longley was hanged for quoting here, unbecoming misdemeanors and violations of the sensibilities, unquote. But he also did shoot a few people, and that entered into the calculation. So on October 11th, 1878, in Giddings, Texas, they walked him up the 13 steps of the gallow. The sheriff said, you have any last words? Reportedly, he looked out at the crowd that had gathered. He said, well, I see a whole lot of enemies and mighty few friends. (laughs) That's a good quote. We at the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces want to congratulate Virgin Galactic as their successful launch of Galactic One at Spaceport America yesterday. That's near the town of TRC. It was their first scientific research mission. It was crewed by Italian Air Force and uh, National Research Council of Italy members, designed as it was. The, the system is designed to have space tourists a 90-minute flight, and they're going to start up the tourism in the next month. Cost is a half a million dollars, but I tell you, it is certainly on many people's bucket list to go into space. It's been an almost 20-year process to develop the facilities and technology, and I was happy to see all that work come to fruition It was a picture-perfect mission with lots of international attention on our little slice of paradise in southern New Mexico. This starts the suborbital space tourist business. It'll start next month. The White Knight 2 did exactly as it should. The video and audio from Spaceport America was great. Now, in the 1960s, as a high school student, I followed the Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo missions very avidly and was mesmerized on the 20th of July, 1969, to see One Small Step for a Man, One Giant Leap for Mankind, spoken by Neil Armstrong, the first man to walk on the moon. Now, this isn't quite in the same league, but I tell you, sitting here, I was thrilled to watch what they were doing, and I just tell them, onward, onward. Now, when people come to New Mexico, they find some towns have, how shall I say it, very unusual and interesting names. There are not many towns in New Mexico I have not visited, but there is one that I just heard about the other day. It has a unique name in history. It's south of Callup, New Mexico, 50-some-odd miles south. It's called Candy Kitchen. Candy Kitchen, New Mexico. At first I thought somebody was pulling my leg, but that's its name. The story I heard was that an area rancher during Prohibition, that's when it was illegal to have or sell alcohol, started making candy using pinon nuts and sugar, making fudge and stuff. They used, he used lots and lots of sugar. 
Now that's a smart thing to do since the authorities were watching for people buying lots of sugar because they would use that to make illegal alcohol. His wife, it seems, sold fudge, which established why he was buying so much sugar. In reality, the candy was just a cover for his moonshining operation as he made illegal operation. This is the story I've heard. I don't know exactly what kind of alcohol he made, uh, but uh, he uh, recognized that making moonshine was the bulk of his money since cattle ranching wasn't that profitable and the candy sales, while good, couldn't compare to the alcohol sales to area residents. And even after Prohibition ended, I understand he was still making his own moonshine, and so it was illegal, though it must have been something some people liked. Now, I have to say I'm sorry. I don't know the ending of the story, other than he and his wife left or died something sometime later, and the moonshining business ended, best I know. In fact, I don't even know their name. But the name of the town, what a great name, Candy Kitchen. There's a couple hundred residents, and interestingly, they've established a wolf sanctuary known as Wild Spirit Wolf Sanctuary. They have about 60 wolves there. Great, unusual name for a town, Candy Kitchen. I'll have to go there someday, about 50 miles south of Gallup, and I've been to Gallup many times. This is Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Hit subscribe to automatically get these. Thanks for tuning in. We have more. This being the 4th of July weekend, many people go boating and fishing around New Mexico. We've had the blessing of a lot of winter melting snow water from the mountains of Colorado and northern New Mexico. and It's increased the water in our rivers and lakes. Fishing is good most places. And remember, if you catch something for dinner and use some fresh chili company sauce, or salsa, take a picture and on Facebook page for the Fresh Chili Company, post your picture and your recipe. We'll be glad to see it. You'll be chili famous, don't you know? Speaking of strictly New Mexico, today, June 30th, and the first two days of July are the UFO Festival in Roswell, New Mexico. The story is that space aliens crashed in the area. Well, Actually, it was about 100 miles west of Roswell, outside of Corona, New Mexico, and the remains of the aliens, who perhaps were not wearing their seatbelts or something, were taken to Walker Air Force Base in Roswell, New Mexico, July 1947. Now, in the last four decades, there's been a space alien museum created and a festival that was small to start, but now is much, much, much more robust. People from all over the world come to rub shoulders with other space alien enthusiasts. They come and spend lots and lots of money. A good thing, since it is estimated to be several million dollars to the local economy. The best way for me to describe all the hoopla this weekend is that a good time is had by all. There'll be lots and lots of music and other entertaining events. Prepare to see some unusual-looking people or perhaps aliens. Remember, it's all in good fun. Let me tell you about something that happened many years ago, which speaks to the way my dear mother used to use the computer I gave her. Again, this is a long time ago. Now, my old truck, which I sold long ago, required the turn signals to be manually reset to the off position after you energized them. It's a turn predictor. I was predicting where I was going to turn. 
Forgetting to do so would leave the turn signal on and on and on. I got used to that. The radio had to be tapped twice when I changed to the country station, but only once for the rock station. The truck had dozens of quirks I had to deal with. The only rule I had for the truck was I wasn't supposed to drive it any further from my house than I wanted to walk home. It was a good rule that was regularly tested. I finally fixed the truck by keeping the radiator cap and pushing a whole new vehicle under it. Speaking of getting used to things, many years ago I gave a computer to my mother. I had moved up to a new computer and gave her my old one. Seemed like a good idea since I could think of lots of things she could do with the computer. She was game but not really sold on the idea. I started one day to show her how to use it. She took some notes with a worried expression on her face, kind of a worried expression like I had with my old truck. We were just getting started when I happened to mention static electricity, which my parents had plenty of in their house. I told her the way to get rid of it was to spray a small bit of a mixture of liquid fabric softener and water, about 20 parts of water, one part of fabric softener, and she brightened perceivably. Finally, she had something she knew about, fabric softener. Which brand, she asked. It doesn't matter, I said, with a disregard for national advertising. She excused herself and went out to the kitchen where she rummaged a spray bottle to hold the anti-static mixture. She felt compelled to take care of the static at that moment. First, she sanitized the bottle and mixed the spray, and then she carefully sprayed the area around the computer. I expected her to sit back down, but she drifted over to the TV and sprayed that area. My father had a worried look on his face. Then a neighbor came over and my mother went through the whole routine on how to mix the anti-static spray and they took turns spraying down the hallway and did the master bedroom. Another neighbor came over, they made tea, they sat to gossip, I waited at the computer. Finally I went out to my truck thinking I would drive to a store but it wouldn't start so I went back to the house to await developments. More of my mother's friends showed up. I knew all was lost when she turned to me and said, Isn't technology wonderful? My father waited a couple weeks before he chastised me. Your mother is spraying every square inch of the carpet in this house twice a day, and she hasn't turned the computer on even once. Well, I gave her what she wanted, I guess. She loved the anti-static spray. Oddly, I think if she was live today, the ability to email her friends would ensure that she used that computer. She used to, at that time, write a lot of letters. She merrily sprayed the carpets for years. I bet there's no static in the house for 200 years. My dad got used to it, and I no longer have a worried look on my face except at car payment time. That's the only time. Michael Swickard here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico. Now for some good news if you love green chili. We're just around the corner from the harvest season for green chili. In fact, there's a few green chili peppers already being harvested, a few, and of course, that means they're flame roasted and turned into something delicious to eat. Fresh Chili Company's owner, Randy McMillan, has some video on the website, the Fresh Chili Company website, of chili fields and a few chili peppers that he cooked into a delicious dinner. You can go to Facebook and follow Fresh Chili Company and see those and many other videos. And again, you can become chili famous if you put one of your dishes on it. 
What is coming in a few weeks with this harvest around the corner is that Fresh Chili Company is offering a special reserve release of Hatch Green Chili Veritol Big Jim in a 16-ounce jar. Veritol means that the product will only be made with Big Jim Chili, which is sweet and has a medium heat level, and I have to tell you is my favorite chili. Big Jim is very popular in New Mexico restaurants and homes in 1975, Big Jim Chili was listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as having the largest chili pods. The most was like 14 inches. Perfect for chili rellenos. It was developed by chili researcher Dr. Roy Nakayama at New Mexico State University. It is a hybrid of New Mexico chili peppers and a Peruvian pepper that Nakayama and fellow researcher Jim Lytle combined. Big Jim is named for Jim Lytle, who died unexpectedly at that time. One thing that happens when people live in Las Cruces, or happens if you're in our little slice of paradise, you can come by the Fresh Chili Company gift shop at 1160 El Paseo Road, Suite D7A in Las Cruces. It's open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. You get to look at the jars and look at the stuff that they have. This is Michael Swickard with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company. Thank you for your time today. We'll have lots of news and stories about New Mexico on these podcasts. If you have something or someone you want me to talk about, write to michael at freshchilico.com. That's michael at freshchilico.com. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili's good, more is better. Bye for now.